happy holidays. Happy holidays. Oh, my God. It's Christmas Eve. When <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. For this it will be. When this episode comes oh, out, it will be the wow. eve of Christmas. Happy uh, holidays. If you celebrate Christmas, rock on, my dudes. Right. Have fun. <laughs> rock on. If you don't, if you don't, that's great too. Still happy holidays because we're in the midst. Yeah. And your New Year's is coming. It's, it's coming. I can't believe it. 2021 is so close we can freaking taste her. I know. Does she taste good? It's really hard to she, say. I'm ready to lick that bitch. That's for bitter. sure. I she saw a TikTok today that was like, 2021 is coming. Y'all be careful. Don't touch anything. Look with your <laughs> eyes. And I was like, yes, let's go exactly. in. Exactly. You're right. I let's just said in. I was going to lick 2021 and that felt and sounded wrong. Yeah. Because you don't, true. you don't lick these days. No. Nothing. No. But maybe a spoon. True. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A spoon in your own home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the private That's the only safe home. spoon. Mm-hmm. That's the only safe spoon. <laughs> oh man. What a f- what a year. I think I'm 20 years older than I was at the start of it. I look it. No you don't. <laughs> I've seen your skincare ads. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie's a literal does. skincare model. She <laughs> Your skin looks 15. Yeah. I was wearing makeup in that photo. In those photos, oh, by the way. Yeah. By the way. Wait, really? So then they, you put the cleanser. Oh, but that's what you do with cleanser. So, of course, you were wearing makeup. You were yeah, getting I mean, the I makeup w- off. Exactly, exactly. I get it. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> What are we talking about? Where are we going this week? Oh, uh, this week. Oh, well, actually, I have a few announcements, I believe. We've got some updates. I don't know if they're announcements per se, but um, I feel like I wrote something down for the people. Oh, yeah. We are taking next week off. Just a heads Mm -hmm. up. So we'll be back January 7th. Um, We need a reset, you know? Mm -hmm. We need a... We just need a reset, as everyone does. Um, oh, and then I had the career week with the fourth graders. It was oh, so much fun. So fun. They were so cute. Kids have no filter, though. So the first question was, <laughs> how old are you and are you rich? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you were like 18 and yes. <laughs> and very wealthy. Um, and then at one point, one little girl was just like, my grandpa died. Oh, and I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry. And um, she didn't say like I think he's haunting me or anything. She just straight up told me he oh. um, he perished. So I think uh, she wanted you to then say he's haunting you. I, I did. Oh, good. I uh, well, I didn't say that, but I said, do you think he has been trying to communicate with you? And she was like, I don't know, maybe. My mom thinks so. Oh. And I was Aww, like, okay, cute. cool. But they loved it. They were all very interested. They um, they learned about Robert the doll from me. And they were Ooh. all losing their minds. And one <laughs> kid was like, what's the name of the museum he's at? I'm going to tell my parents, never take me there. <laughs> Smart kid. Don't go. But they were 
They were fun. They had a lot, a lot of questions. I showed them all of our investigation tools and they were living for them. I bet. So I think there's a new generation of ghost hunters coming out of Austin and they're good. They're fourth graders. Love Love them. We love them. Yeah. Just, just fun stuff. We're up to fun stuff. Uh, But this week we're going to Idaho. Idaho. No, Idaho. No, Idaho. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to mm-hmm. Idaho. You know, I feel like I've been through her, but... Mm-hmm. I've been through I've driven through her. I've driven through her, but I don't know her very well. But I'm excited to learn about her. I can't wait. And, uh, Let's go through yeah. the hoe. Let's go through the hoe. And we're the Golden Ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get <laughs> spooky. Ooh. Yeah, weed a hose, weed a hose. Well, with all that said, uh, I'll happily kick it off. I got a, a spooky one for Ooh, us. I love it. Do it. So this is the Idaho State Tuberculosis Hospital <gasps> in Gooding, Idaho. So the building itself was erected to serve as the dormitory for the Gooding College, which was founded in 1917. Uh, The college served students pursuing a Bachelor of Arts degree until 1938. Um, And at the time, the Methodist Church had provided substantial funds to keep the school going, so when they closed the school, the buildings were donated to the church. Okay. Yeah. So a few years later, in 1941, the Methodist Church gave the building to the state of Idaho to develop the tuberculosis hospital. But they were they experienced shortages of equipment and personnel because of World War II, and that delayed their opening. And then they, they finally opened in May of 1947. So it took them a minute. They were actually able to take care of up to 150 patients at a time, and they became one of the best tuberculosis facilities in the country. Did you? Wow. Know? Okay. Wow. So this was this was a place you wanted to be if you had TB. Uh. <laughs> um, they operated as a tuberculosis hospital until 1976. And after that, the building sat abandoned for a minute, and Idaho State legislators were like, what the hell are we going to do with this building? It's kind of spooky. Um, there were unsuccessful attempts to have it demolished. People kind of fought them on it. So ultimately, it was purchased um, by just an average Joe, and they renovated it to serve as affordable lodging. Okay. So today, it's called Gooding University Inn and Resort, and you can rent it like out by the floor. So, like, you have a whole floor of rooms or by the room when it's not rented out in that way. It kind of, like, looking at the pictures, kind of reminds me of the hostel that we investigated in New Orleans, St. Vincent's Infant Asylum. And that it's, like, dormitory-style accommodations. So, there's a bunch of rooms with shared bathrooms, all of that. Um, But they do offer overnight ghost hunts. So, add it to your list for when we can safely do these fun things again because it's fucking spooky. I'm ready. We're doing it. 
So Ghost Adventure is actually investigated, and I watched the episode today, and let me tell you, they had activity from the start in broad-ass daylight. Oh. Yeah, including an EVP that, like, distinctly says, is there something evil here? Oh. It says that? Yeah. Yes. Full, se- full sentence question mark. A full sentence. <laughs> oh. So obviously shit pops off. I mean, like within a few minutes of them starting the investigation, they were getting activity. Um, And obviously there were a few deaths on the property, a few, because it was a tuberculosis hospital. Um, And more recently, the owner lost two of her young children while they were living there. What? Oh, no. They, so one passed away actually in in the building and another passed away at the hospital, but they were living in the home when they both died. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually said that she believes at least one of her children are there in spirit form and he plays harmless pranks on her and guests and staff. Yeah. And she said she's also seen the apparitions of other children who she doesn't know. So, kid ghosts galore, Hmm. let me tell you. You don't want to be there, Alyssa. But that's Uh -uh. not... I I don't. I don't, but I do. (laughs) Yeah. I'm conflicted. But that's not even... That's not even the start of it. Activity is quite common. Uh, A bunch of guests have experienced unexplained footsteps disembodied whispers, laughter, mm-hmm. voices. On Ghost Adventures, they caught some laughter, and I was like, I- I'm not here for this. Why are we laughing? Who are we <laughs> laughing at? You know? Yep. Who's there the have joke? also been... what? Who? Yeah. Who's the joke? Am right? I the butt of the joke? Yeah, no. <laughs> Do I have something Unless in my Unless one's being sheet? told, I don't want to hear a giggle or a snore. I don't. I don't. I don't like being laughed at, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and I don't know anyone who does, but there have also been reports of full-bodied apparitions, both men and women wearing white lab coats, which makes sense. Hospital. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. But uh, no thanks. Don't want to see them. So hard pass. But I'm still conflicted because they do offer these tours that seem amazing. Several people, though, including one of the housekeepers who actually told this story on Ghost Adventures, have come in contact with an angry male apparition. I think I just said Ghost Hunters, but it's Ghost Adventures. Um, And they actually captured this really peculiar mumbling EVP that sounds like a male voice. (gasps) Mumble rap. Like, (laughs) yes. Uh, But it sounds angry. And then they got one that sounds like some garbled screaming, and they think it was this angry male apparition who <laughs> who's haunting the place. And then there's this attic, which is a pretty large space, but the owners will not even go up there because they feel just so uncomfortable in this space. And then there is the basement, and she is spooky. So several teams of investigators have reported a hostile, dark energy there. And folks who work there, they prefer not to go down there. They'll do anything in their power not to go down there. So the attic and basement must be pretty dirty because nobody's going up or down there. (laughs) No one one is interested in those. Ew, David. Ew, David. Ew. (laughs) 
all in all, though, this place is dark and twisted. Um, I'm just proposing this right now. A ghoul's overnight meetup when it's safe. Yeah. We rent the whole place. Oh, my gosh. A full rent? I don't know. A whole whole thing. I mean, there you get like 14 rooms for 600 bucks or something like that. Wait. What? Yeah. You get like the whole floor. (laughs) Yeah. So they don't clean it. That's right. (laughs) But. You can you can investigate. I have no idea. <laughs> you can investigate all night. It's your it's yours for the night to do with it what you will. Mm. We get a big group. Everyone throws down a couple of bones, as in dollars, and uh, we investigate the fuck out of it. All right, that sounds cool. She she's ready. I'll bring my sleeper. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing it. Open Emily will wear like, a full hazmat suit if I, I know her. I will. I'm not touching shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I mean, I'm not touching nowadays, with COVID. Nowadays, I ain't touching shit. Nowadays, you knew I was always right about this. I, I do. I love when I see people with full-on gloves out in public because mm-hmm. I, like, want, I want to do that, but I also, like... I'm self-conscious about it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be the glove Don't guy. Don't be, though, you know? Because, like, yeah, you could bring a whole trend. And then, like, yeah. we're all safe. You know? Exactly. True. True. But, like, we need to create, like, washable gloves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. <laughs> you know? Also true. All right. I could take us to the next spot. Because mine's kind of short. It's a little shorty, you know, Short because I was looking around Idaho and I was like, what's going to be fun for me tonight? You know, and then I came <laughs> across, I hope I pronounced it right, Cordeline, Idaho. And there were two things there that I was like, "Ooh, dope, a fish water woman. Ooh. Yeah. Is she fish or is she woman? And Bates Motel, which, you know. Could or could the? not be the basis of this of Psycho. Yeah, you know. So, did y'all watch the Bates Motel series? No, that was on. I watched A&E. the first season. It I was liked good. it. Oh, yeah. I gotta give it a. I gotta give it a spin. But yeah, there's a Bates Motel in Cordeline, and it was there I before Psycho. It was it. You know, so. I th- the rumor is the guy who wrote Psycho stayed there in the 50s and came up with his idea. Sounds a whole lot of like mm. Stephen King to me, but who knows? Could be true because the Bates Motel is haunted, y'all. Can you believe it? I, I can. Dude, there's a lot of activity there apparently. And the most happens in rooms one or three. Okay. Yeah, but let me tell you, okay. Um, the, well, listen, the eighties production crew used this hotel in Coeur d'Alene for like a small portion of the film, you know? So like, that's pretty cool, but that's according to 104.3 wow country. So I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't find that anywhere else, but that's what they said. And, but like, maybe they use it cause they were like, this place is absolutely creepy. Because people claim that paranormal activity focuses 
on this spot in Coeur d'Alene. There's unsettling feeling mm. around this whole building. People feel like when they're like around it or, you know, in the rooms, they're always being watched by something, you know, what is it? The mom? Maybe. Maybe. They hear Creepy strange mom. noises, you know, moments of frigid temperatures. Nobody likes that. Lights Moments. being turned on and off in the rooms. Ashtrays moving. What? Oh. <laughs> These ghosts are ripping butts. Ripping them. Yeah. But rooms start at $49 a night, y'all. So okay. if you want to stay, go ahead. But also, I couldn't find the base <laughs> motel on TripAdvisor. It kept giving me this other name called, like, the Japanese, like, something. I can't remember. I'd have to Maybe they up. got a rename. And that's what I'm thinking. It got renamed, you know? So all this is a little confusing. But Coeur d'Alene, the base motel, haunted. Coeur d'Alene also has a fish woman. Damn. Dude, in the lake. Yeah, who is she? I don't know. I also tried to find a lot (laughs) about it, right? But according to the people in Coeur d'Alene, when you go to the lake, it's haunted AF, there's unexplainable noises, and a figure of a fish fish woman being near, near, (sighs) she's near some large pointed rock. So she's acting all all aerial, you know? (laughs) So she's like a mermaid, or does she have just really big lips? Is she like a botched? Dude, I don't know. But I found woman this uh, article on spokesman.com. And it okay. said that this whole thing came from Native Americans that lived on the land. And those were the legends. that That's where the legend started about this fish woman. And then according, okay. according to this article, there's also a mysterious wind that sometimes churns up the lake. But also this lake, I looked it up, they got some whitewater rafting. So this could also just be like, um, <laughs> you know, like nature. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could just be nature. Like, so I don't know how mysterious it is. But then there's also a huge horned creature that's said to lift boats right out the water. What on God's <laughs> oh green God. earth is happening here? <laughs> I don't know. But to this me, fish woman works out. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what she looks like. There's got to be an illustration of her somewhere. If I can find that, I'm posting it on the Instagram. Please do. We've got to find her. I was looking for more stories about her because I was deeply interested. Like I took up all my time today trying to look up fish the fish woman. <laughs> She committed, and there, and there really it was not fruitful. Was it anything? Because you know, there's, <laughs> I think it might be a big fish. You know, probably it probably is. And what? And some drunken, you know, guy on his canoe was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> look at that babe in the water!" And his friends were like, "What? Mm-hmm. Bitch? I don't see anything." It's literally a large and, fish. Yeah. There. She's beautiful. <laughs> I think. I also think the the horned creature that's lifting these boats could be from like maybe the the when they're going through the rap the rapids, you know, and there might be a stick or like some branch. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily has debunked every part of her story. <laughs> stick. I don't know though. Somebody go and figure it out. 
There is. There's a lot of Native American lore in Idaho. There is. I thought was interesting because originally I was looking to do Pocatello, Idaho, because Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it was like Haunted Schools episode maybe, but I did their high school, which is like notoriously very haunted. And Mm -hmm. I guess Pocatello as a town is super haunted. And one of the legends is of water babies. Oh, 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 and um, do you guys remember water baby as a toy? It was like a baby doll. Baby. It was like a baby doll, and her body was filled with water, oh, and yeah. she like kind of felt lifelike, like it's because scary. she, you know, had like liquid in her, so she, she felt pee? like she didn't pee. They should have made her pee if they were gonna put the water in. But yeah, it was more like to give her the, like the weight of a real baby and I like see. kind of feel more real because her arms and legs were like mm-hmm. uh, they could move, you know. Okay. But. Anyway, they're called water babies, and the Native American, like, lore behind it is that, like, way back in the day, there was a famine, and Native American women were afraid for, like, their kids starving to death. So instead of letting that happen, they would just take them to the water and drown (gasps) them. And so, like, the spirits of these babies are, like, seeking revenge on the townspeople and, like, taking them under the water and drowning them, basically. That's very sad. Wow, okay. That's crazy. So there's a lot of of spooky Native American lore in Idaho. Well, yep. And the fish woman is one, along with the water babies. She's cute. So we're going to find her. Somebody go... Should Cordeline <laughs> check out the basement hotel, see if it's the Japanese place now. Let, I need to find out the exact name. I'll find it out while Kylie's telling her story. But Yeah, it looked like yeah. Jap- uh, I, what did it say, I, Japan House? Is that what it said? Yeah. Okay, that might be it. <laughs> yeah, mine also went through like several renames at one point. It was called the Get In. Which get in, get in. That's originally why I picked it because I was like, get in, and then Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I learned very quickly that uh, they have renamed it. So okay, yeah, it was so catchy and punny. See on TripAdvisor here, it's showing Japan House Suites. Cute. So it could be named that. Is it themed? (laughs) Is it? Does it have a Japanese theme? Not at all. Well, so, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's showing me a picture here of an omelet. Ooh, Ooh delicious. So. They have good breakfast. Yeah. I'm conflicted about omelets because I want to like them, but I always just feel like they kind of don't taste right. <laughs> 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 like, they kind of just taste bad. I don't disagree Listen, with you. Omelet, you finish, but I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy an omelet. <laughs> Kylie with her mm. jokes, man. She's a dad. She's a dad. <laughs> I think Shall that we it go? really comes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> I was just going to say my, I'm falling off on the omelets. We're like losing our shit tonight. It's a weird week, y'all. Uh-huh. It's like holidays and work is bizarre. <laughs> um, so I bizarre. Think I, I think I have a weird thing with eggs where it's like I mm-hmm. want to like them. But yeah. anytime I eat eggs, there's a certain point in it where I'm like, the texture is fucking disgusting. 
there's a there's a meme or a tiktok or something where it's like the moment that you're eating eggs and you realize they're kind of gross honestly (laughs) no i've seen that tiktok and it is me to a t yeah i i feel that way about a lot of things like when i'm eating raw fish sushi Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh man yeah I'm like that too. <laughs> you just have that moment where you're like, this, this ain't right. right. Like something about this, like you just Maybe all of a sudden. The slime. The I slime factor. I just, my mouth all of a sudden is like, this texture is not right. Yeah. I, uh-uh, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I want to love it. I want to so bad, but I, God, I can't. Rip on. One day. One day. I, I don't think so, but. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I might make one after I haven't had dinner yet. It's 11 p.m. over here. So maybe I'll make an omelet. Oh, yeah. And then send it to us and we should post it. (laughs) I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it in a mailer and send it to you. Oh, my God. I'm sure the weirder things have been sent to the United States Postal Service. (sighs) But on that note, shall we go to Northwest Idaho? I think so. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to go to Albion State Normal School. And this was uh, established in 1893 as a public institution of higher learning, Mm -hmm. um, basically to prepare teachers uh, for the growth of the state. More people, you need more teachers. You know how it works. Okay. Yeah, I heard about that. You know how it works. Yeah. And it was one of two normal schools in the state. Um, citizens of Albion had actually lobbied for the school's establishment and they donated land and labor for the new campus, which I thought was very um, sweet of them. Very A little nice. socialist of them as well. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so this was, you know, 1893, over 100 years ago. The school had been closed uh, after the 40s, and then it was reopened briefly as a Christian college, then it closed, then it reopened as an event spot for family reunions, which is random to me, but maybe in Idaho that is not random at all. Um, and then it finally closed for good in 1960 time. 60 time. <laughs> in 1960 time. <laughs> Never heard of a... <laughs> I'm not even going to correct myself. Over time, the buildings on campus, which are beautiful, um, fell into disrepair. Um, The buildings were covered in ivy and were made of sandstone and brick. Um, And, you know, they were slowly deteriorating despite efforts of local historians and preservationists. Um, So the campus, though it was closed in 1969, 1960 time, the rumors of haunted happenings were not laid to rest. Mm. there were sites while the school was open back in the 30s and 40s um and also once it had been closed of a black-haired woman who would scare whoever entered the halls so imagine you're just in class you leave class you're walking down the hall and then this raven-haired woman is like oh my god like samara or some shit yeah, I'm picturing her with an updo. Oh, good. More like oh, the 50s good. style. Uh, but that's, there's no proof of that. That's just my, mm-hmm. that's Would what I imagine. Would she scare me more or less? Right? Yeah. She seems more authoritative. Right. So that, yeah, that might be that. scarier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, students, trespassers, and past employees alike have all heard disembodied voices, 
whispers in your ears, intense cold spots, and not just during the winter, because <laughs> this is Idaho, um, and very strong energies. So almost always very negative and very heavy. Um, you know, the types of energies that especially mediums are sensitive to. And these energies, you know, have um, been known to take a toll on people's bodies. You know, people get headaches. Um, these occurrences still happen to this day. So, as I mentioned, it closed in 1969, and it, <laughs> it, rem- <laughs> it remained closed for 40 years until Troy and Heather Mortensen, Mortensen sorry, bought the buildings and the land in 2007. And their idea was to turn the campus into a huge haunted house attraction. So they knew of the rumors. Um, they thought, you know what, we're in the Midwest. This is a great um, attraction for, for people, for families, for kids, adults, paranormal investigators. You know, this is this is a good idea. Uh, the, so it's called the Haunted Mansions of Albion. And the site claims it is the largest indoor slash outdoor haunted production in the Northwest. This is as real as it gets. Genuine, historic, terrifying, and entertaining. Oh, I believe all right. it. I believe it. So Heather, one of the co-owners, one spooky event that she was not expecting. Before they turned on the electricity in the buildings, they could see lights coming from the windows. Weird. And, yeah. So they like checked with the electricians and they're like, no, there's nothing that like this, that's impossible unless someone's up there like, with their own personal set of lights. Yeah. <laughs> and no one was in there. So let's go back in time for a second. In 1937, when this was primarily just a school, two students were found dead in their beds. Dead in the bed? Dead in the bed. There were no signs of asphyxiation. They had a window open. uh, And the room was in order. Like, it didn't look like there was any foul play or... Weird. You know. um, The autopsies came up with nothing (laughs) out of the ordinary. I mean, this was 1937. Um, But, you know, to this day, it's, it still remains a mystery. And some wonder if it is the spirit um, of these two boys that, that haunts the school. So Miller Hall closed during the thirties and forties because most men or dare I say boys were off to war one year because Sea Hall was mostly empty, um, it was used as a haunted house. And again, this is back in the 40s, not present day. And as one previous student recalled, it got carried away. Oh. Ooh. Oh, no. So these students having fun. <laughs> Emily likes that. <laughs> oh my God, what a quote. Shit. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> So the students thought it would be cute to hang a piece of raw meat, a large piece of raw meat, at the bottom of the stairs in the ceiling. Why? And apparently, <laughs> just, you know, for, for spooky factor. Adorable. <laughs> yeah, it must have smelled real nice. Apparently, the energy was so wild, somebody became possessed, or they seemed like they were possessed. They started acting abnormal. It, they were acting like something had come over them, and they started biting into this large hunk of raw meat in front of everyone else. Okay, let's like, be real. That shit was we've planned. All, we've all been possessed by meat. 
What the fuck? What were they doing? Not before marriage, Alyssa. What were they doing? <laughs> Dude, what were they doing hanging? A piece of steak. They're just trying to be from spooky. The- you know? was- oh, a ribeye. You know? They're, it was probably like, like, terrifying. Maybe they were all probably the remaining guys. Yeah. It was probably the remaining guys trying to creep out the gals. You know, they were all called gals back then. Um, I don't know. They probably didn't have many resources or party cities around there. So they were like, you know what? Meat. One in doubt. Such meat. an interesting we have the meat. place. Right, but then okay, there's but this then one he started, he was student possessed. that's he just yeah he starts losing their mind and starts like ravaging the meat apart from everyone to the point where people are freaked out and they're like, all right, we're not doing this again. That was weird. <laughs> like, whoa, Jeff, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, <laughs> are you hungry? <laughs> Give him some a one. It's always Jeff. <laughs> it's always Jeff. Oh my gosh, dude, someone, dude, you got carried away last night, man. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you did last night look at your phone check your phone <laughs> delete that okay so another hall on campus uh Comish hall i think i'm pronouncing that correctly Emily's <laughs> dying Emily's laughter is making me laugh. I know, me too. <laughs> Take a deep breath. I can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh. We're still here. <laughs> Nama nasty. So, Kamish Hall is also known for paranormal activity. And there have been many instances of people also suddenly acting possessed. It's like, this is the place. If you want to become possessed, this is the place to go. So Heather Mortensen, she has witnessed the same employee experience an actual seizure in Comish Hall. So this employee, right, they uh, had not experienced a seizure in any other building on campus. They experienced one in Comish Hall. And then I want to see if, uh, say a few months later, while in Comish Hall, again, experienced another seizure. I don't know if this person was epileptic. That would make more sense. Um, But either way, the fact that it was in the same building... Kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. Kind of bizarre. There is a classroom within Comish Hall that remains untouched and, and unvisited. Um, and at least it, it was beforehand. I'm not sure if it's part of the, the haunted house attraction now, but at one point it was untouched and unvisited um, with all of the desks and items still in the classroom. And a staff member um, once noticed that a desk in the classroom had moved 90 degrees just overnight. So it was all the desks were facing front and this one was facing um, to the, you know, either the left or the right marks. You could see marks on the ground likely due to dust that accumulated. Um, but there were no footsteps and no signs of human interference. It's like the desk just moved 90 degree angle, 90 degrees on its own. That's not natural. No, that's not natural. Satanic rituals. As, as Zach Baggins l- lets us know in the Ghost Adventures episode uh, at Albion Normal School, satanic rituals are done in abandoned places. This is also something that we know. Um, and they're, you know, it, it's basically done in abandoned places so that they can not be bothered. Um, and this, there were 
rumors of satanic rituals that happened at the school, especially in the 80s. Um, there were reports of break-ins with signs of sacrifices left over. Oh, um, yeah. And in this Ghost Adventures episode, you can also see what they call satanic graffiti, which made me laugh. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's Lucifer's tag. <laughs> like, sick. <laughs> um, in this graffiti, it, it's supposedly an upside-down pentagram that looks like what a goat man um, would look like. So the team... They decide to investigate this area specifically by placing the spirit box right on top of this satanic symbol on the wall, this graffiti. And they pick up someone saying, you'll be killed. Nuh-uh. Right, right. And I mean, of course, one has to wonder if that is real or not. But their reactions, as I mean, they're all very theatrical if, if you watch the show. Um, but it's, it's very intense. And then they all feel intense cold spots. And Aaron gets strangely emotional and he begins to cry, which I had never seen before on another episode. Um, So he was the one who had placed his right hand on the satanic graffiti on the wall. And then he experienced burning on his hand soon after. And the The crew had a thermal camera uh, and they, you know, placed it, they shot it towards... Um, Aaron's hands and you could see that one hand was much hotter than the other one the right hand the one that he touched the wall with was much hotter not good not good (laughs) then Jay suddenly feels severely ill and this reminds me of what Alyssa sometimes experiences he had to leave the building and he was um he had to lay down outside he suddenly got intense migraine um and then a red spot appeared behind his ear. And as the crew is zooming in, one of them's like, wait, what are those white spots? There were little like white scratches and what looked like symbols within this red mark behind his ear. The next morning, Dallin, the paranormal investigator, also woke up with a mark behind his ear. Apparently, when they combined these markings, uh, these markings created the upside down pentagram. <laughs> come on so yeah a little hard to believe but at the same time they have pics i mean i was almost thinking like oh did they like write those little symbols with white eyeliner which is possible but if not like yo get out of there that's spooky the next night the team heard footsteps above them so they were on the first floor they heard him on the second floor uh and of course no one was up there it was abandoned and they described the sound as a goat man walking around on his hooves so the team was just a goat man. Wait, uh, yeah, what else did they know about that? Yeah, just like the, just like the graffiti, it was the goat man. I mean, I guess um, they very entertaining. Two, two hooves. Yeah, it was like clop, 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 clop. Maybe like Black Phillip. I don't know. I'm confused. As opposed to clop, clop, clop. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is what I sound like. <laughs> so I mean. If you want an entertaining episode, go go find that. Go find this Albion uh, campus episode on Ghost Adventures. So, Jason Suter, Sutter, Suter, he is an editor at um, Teton Valley News. And he spent a night at Albion campus alone uh, with the, the generators turned off so you know it's real. And he experienced intense energies around him. And these energies 
would suddenly shift. Uh, he could also hear the creaking of floorboards that he wasn't walking on. So it would either be like way behind him, way in front of him, um, above him, some some spooky stuff. He wrote of his he wrote of his experience um, at uh, Comish Hall. He went there by himself alone at three a.m., which is as we know the witching hour. And I'm just going to read you. I'm going to read you a little part. Of this it's very poetic. Down the hallway, left from the entrance, tapping rhythms of Cuban heels clapped from dorm room to dorm room. They moved at intervals, some rapidly traveled as if a young woman, circa 1920, was bursting with a secret. Other times, a steady clop, clop, walked (gasps) down the halls until an orange something appeared in my peripherals. I could not account for for the validity of these visions as the night was long, and with each passing minute, I grew more exhausted in my mind's games. However, what I cannot deny is the existence of a consistent, changing walking around those halls. No cold wood cracking or boarded window banging could have made those sounds, and as they approached me, I would turn to acknowledge such phantoms, and the rhythm would stop as if a conductor were closing some great concerta. Still, no figure appeared before my headlight. By this point, having already scared myself into a frenzy, the steps were bearable and less burdensome. He also mentions that there have been many paranormal uh, specialists, investigators, whatever you want to call them, um, who have come here and they have um, seen this this portly cook who still haunts the basement kitchen of Clamish Hall um, and two grown men allegedly, I don't know why he's saying two grown men, um, allegedly spotted her roaming from room to room. And he said, you know, as I sat in a decrepit dorm room, the paint long peeled from the walls. Inexplicable noises haunted my consciousness. Dude, he's been waiting Ooh. to write about these ghosts for some time. <laughs> Seriously. Right? Y'all, right? I think the goat man is looking for his lady love, fish woman. <gasps> oh, my God. Valentine's Imagine the offspring. Special. Oh, what do you think the offspring would look like? What parts of what do you think they would get? Well, that would be confusing because we would have a woman with a tail and a man with hooves. Listen, I love, I respect the Kardashians, but probably something close to that. So the lips of Kylie Jenner and also the butt of the goat would also be like her. I feel like it would be, (laughs) is that rude to say? You know, like the, the goat's butt and then the fish woman's lips. So the Kardashians look like fish goats. Goatfish. Yeah. In a sense. In a sense. I see it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. No, I see it. That's just one. That's just one idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. It could be. They could look completely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do kind of have like centaur booties. They exactly. do the way they, they walk exactly. to like a, into a room. You know, it's like they it, got yeah. the big thing. It's like yeah. Their, and yeah. disclaimer: if this was their natural. If these were their natural bodies, I wouldn't be making fun. But hey, I got that fake, big thing. It's their fake bodies. <laughs> I got that big thing, and I'm out here with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same. She got it. But yours she is got real. Ask for days, honey. Yours is real, and it looks real. There's this questionable. <laughs> I mean, who am I to say? I haven't seen it in real life. Who I have. And it was. <laughs> oh, not I actually met them. Real. I met Kendall and Kylie. 
but this oh. was like pre all of all of the stuff. I met them at the Teen Choice Awards in the bathroom. I met cool. Chloe Kardashian. We rode the elevators oh, yeah. together up to the top floor of sex. She asked about some jeans. I said, frame were my favorite. They made my butt look good. <laughs> and the rest was and the rest history. Was history. And her butt, oh my gosh. It was like a shelf. I was like, there's no but, way a butt shelf is, no, it's real. But for days. Scary. And she wasn't much you know, taller the, than me. She's petite. In heels. So I was like, oh, wow. shit. I would look like trash on camera. <laughs> 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 the Brazilian butt lift is the most dangerous plastic surgery you can get. Is it? Yep. Wow. Yep. The more you know. you can just get fat injected into your blood vessels and then die. Oh. I think I'm going to pass on that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so we're, we're going to add Albion State Normal School to our, uh, our world tour list in Idaho. Um, <laughs> Idaho be popping. Idaho. What should we do? Should we visit it as paranormal investigators at night when no one's there? Or should we experience the actual production of The Haunted House? Or both? I saw pics of The Haunted House and I saw a lot of mannequins. As long as there's Mm -hmm. a piece of meat hanging from the stairs, (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) She'll do anything for a piece of meat. She likes beef. She's not picky. Smell like beef. Wow, Idaho, we're coming for you. We got big dreams of one day leaving the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huge dreams. Mm-hmm. Well, that was spooky. Sufficiently spooked. Yep, yep. If I do say so myself. Thanks for playing, guys. Thanks for coming. People, if you're celebrating the holidays, enjoy. Uh, also, stay don't safe. forget. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. Yeah. Stay home, please. Uh, stay, stay. Yeah. Home. No. Uh, stay home. No eggnogging and driving. No, don't do that. No eggnogging and, uh, and creeping. If you want to give us a gift, you can uh, rate, <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> and if you leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you like to listen, send us a screenshot and we will mail you a sticker. It's like a. It's like a gift for both people, you know? True. Who doesn't like getting mail? Everyone gets some. We like that. That's what I like. Freaks. All right, you freaky little freaks. Until the new year. Until the new year. Stay spooky. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. I made it a long one. (laughs) 